Wow, it's been a while, huh? Yeah, hopefully not for the listeners. <sighs> hopefully the upload schedule's been the same, but... Uh, yeah, although, um, speaking of which, we do have some announcements, I think, about that. Yeah. We haven't talked to Justin about that at all. Um, I have a number of announcements to make, actually, before we get into the game. I'll try and keep this quick. Um, first of all, update to the podcast, as in releasing of these episodes. Um, I'm, of course, just talking to the two of you in Wisconsin that are listening. Right. Um, Hi, Frank. <laughs> um, updates will now be intermittent. On Saturdays, they will always be on Saturdays. But what that means is, um, they wouldn't necessarily always be bi-weekly. That's the default. Um, but sometimes there won't be an episode. That's a very, very rare thing that'll happen um, every two weeks. Most of the time, there will probably be an episode every week. So that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Did we tell you about that at all, Justin? We talked about it briefly. The okay. goal. Yep. The goal is to get an episode out every week. That's the goal. Um. If not every week, it'll be every two weeks, and very, very, very rarely, we might have to skip a week. Yeah, exactly. You speak so concisely and clearly. Why aren't you DMing? Why don't you come over here? Uh, because I'm not a very good DM. Damn. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess I'll stick in the chair. Um, Mr. Self-Doubt over here. That's your chair. It's true. We would have to bring in a whole different chair. The Great Pink Throne. The Great Pink Throne. Yep. Second announcement is that the game that we've been playing, which has before been referred to by a project name of Glow, now has an official name. It is called Hands of Ether. The second announcement, um, wait, excuse me, announcement 2.2, I guess, or 2B, <laughs> is that by the time you're listening to this, it should be out in book form on Amazon. So if you like this game and you want to play it, you can fucking uh, buy it now. Yeah. You're welcome, Frank. Fucking buy it. Do you guys have any announcements or anything? Um, no. No, I was just going to talk about the podcast release schedule. And now we've done that. Oh, third announcement I forgot. Um, I did buy a full-body reflective golden go-go suit off Amazon. Um, yeah, where is that? Not on my body yet, but as of next episode, I should be DMing in exclusively that. Okay. okay. So, uh, as of next week, I'm going to thumb my own eyes out. <laughs> the, um, yeah, I mean, you, no, you I, I couldn't deny that, that glory. I'm not doing that shit. No, the it's energy in the room is going to be a very specific energy. <laughs> you, what what type of energy? Golden butt cheek energy. That's it. Okay. <laughs> well, that's... Yep. Oh, man. You guys uh, feeling tense? Because I'm feeling tense. When was the last time we recorded? Uh... 2018. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Okay. All well, right. I mean, ho hopefully everybody made it through the great like power outage of the northern hemisphere of 2019. <laughs> yeah. So sorry about like y'all not catching up on that Saturday. What the fuck? Interrupted the schedule a little bit. You've uh, you've put this into the world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep, it's real. It's happened. What the hell were we doing? Um, so last time on Lavinland, welcome back. Um, get you guys up to speed because it has been about a year since you've been behind the mics again. Um, <laughs> it feels like it though. It really does. Um, okay, you guys, the three of you, um, the Watchtower Trio, were sent to find some answers about this door thing by your uh, your de facto boss, um, Arlo. I guess um, she's pretty cool. She's I mean, she's based. She's our boss. Yeah, she's yeah. our boss. I don't think anybody's Spadefoot's boss. That's very true. Spadefoot doesn't listen to any laws. He's above the law. No gods, no kings. <laughs> Only fawn. 
<laughs> just those vacant, <laughs> rectangular people yeah. eyes. No gods, no kings. The um, law of needles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with like a crowd of medical needles on, on his fucking... Mm-hmm. Um, Welcome to season two's podcast, villain. This shit yeah. got dark, yeah. Um, so yeah, you guys basically you saved the prisoners from... You saved the prisoners from Ghoul's Crest. You saved the town of Ghoul's Crest from these escaped convicts. Um, made your way back to the tower um, and basically wanted to figure out what these convicts were up to. Arlo didn't know, so she sent you to the Pioneers Tower. Um, the Pioneers are basically a group of arcane aficionados, um, a mage's guild in, in a sense, um, but you found out that the only person that would know about such things, um, Epistle, the uh, high-ranking pioneer and husband of Falcor, ran off in the night with all sorts of the door related resources um, in the direction of the Sunder, a nefarious place. Um, right now, you reach Jack's Nap. You've had a little bit of leisure time, calmed down, met some friends, um, those of Tetra and Damien. Um, Herbert was able to lift Damien's massive sword. You found out they were going to the Sunder as well for vaguer reasons. And uh, now Herbert is just awakening in his room in the inn um, with the taste of blood in his mouth after the first vision he's had in probably well over a decade, I would say, mm. right? Yeah. Um, of his of his Orphos. The three of you are in general all awakening. Um, the morning is bright. Um, the fluttering and chirping of birds, probably the last bits of that you'll hear before winter truly takes hold in the coming days, are buzzing outside your windows in this um, town of Jacksnap. What would the three of you, Echo, Spadefoot, and Herbert, like to do? Uh, throw up. <laughs> <laughs> that last episode got so drunk. Yeah, man. I mean, in the podcast, you got drunk too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Spadefoot is going to how is my bird? Oh yeah, your little jester is my uh, jester. picked up on the road. Is in the corner, um, bundled up. You cannot see its eyes. It's still sleeping. It's just sort of like puffed out with that white plumage, just sort of hanging out in the corner, sitting. It looks like it's nestling something like underneath its butt. Maybe it's laid an egg. This is the best. This is the best news. Okay, well I can't disturb it, or I'll be cursed for six million years. Or it could just be really sleepy. Okay, well, I mean, I can't wake it up. That's against fairy laws. It wakes up. Oh, no. <laughs> One of these little massive, perfectly round eyes kind of comes up and focuses on you. And then the other one slowly follows and it sort of waddles its way over to you. You can see that it was nesting like a clump of dirt from underneath the bed. It probably scraped up and sort of wa- wanders over to you and looks up and says, Hey. Uh, good morning. Good morning. I'll give it one of my acorns. Not the acorn that fell from the tree that I had under my pillow, but okay. another acorn. You uh, kind of opens its beak up to your fingers and, like, takes it very gently out. And you can see the little tongue sort of, like, lapping against the shell of it. And then it <coughs> cracks it open and best. grabs it, the insides, with its tongue and sort of wraps it around and sucks it into its mouth and kind of drops the shell. And it says, yummy. God, those things are weird. <laughs> <laughs> my best friend. <laughs> Uh, okay, I... Oh, no. Two spadefoots. Um, I would like to pull the acorn out from under my pillow. Okay. Is it still there? Yeah, it's still there. Cool. I'm going to put it in my pocket. All right. You can add a big old acorn to your inventory. It's already there. Okay, good. 
Um, and then I'm gonna go find my two obviously hungover pals. Mm. You open the door and clop out into the hallway. Echo is still asleep. All right. Well, uh, I'll I will daintily tap on your door. There is no response. She did. <laughs> now at this point, Herbert has gotten up and like he's fam- well familiar with this feeling that he's going through right now, and just like almost falls through his door, trying to make it out into the daylight to go find something to eat. Yeah, he sits spade foot there immediately. Oh, uh, ah. Hey, what's up? Um, nothing. <sighs> you should uh, drink some water. Yeah, 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 probably. <sighs> I'm, I'm gonna go downstairs. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Key's probably down there. Who's that? That's that's the man at the front, the bird. His, where, where? Oh. Bird in. Oh, no. Bird in, yeah. Yep. That's right. I, okay. Surprise. Yeah. Herbert walks off, heads back downstairs, swaying okay. a little bit. Um, I'll meet you later. Echo, just daintily tapping on the door. Unconscious. Oh no. Um, <laughs> he just stands there and stares at the door, <laughs> and he just doesn't know what to do. The little jester kind of like nestles up under your armpit. Just open the door. <laughs> Wait, should I? Yes, open the door. Okay. <laughs> I'll open the door. <laughs> yep, not locked. Um, so yeah, you open the door to the scene of Echo laying half on the bed uh, with her legs just kind of like dangling off onto the floor. Like face down. Oh no. Um. <laughs> open the door. But I did. There's not another door is there open the door okay you're not helping oh no (laughs) (laughs) he immediately regrets that and cuddles the small jester who doesn't have a name yet i don't know what to name it echo goes (laughs) snoring (laughs) um echo echo I will start braiding her hair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, because uh, it doesn't look like that's going to go anywhere for a while. Uh, we'll come back to that. Herbert, you walk down and you see uh, Mr. Key, the small little avian black feather, um, is preparing like small breakfast, bits of tea, um, and sort of, oh, hello, and passes you some uh, sausage and eggs. Did I pay for my room? Hmm. I don't remember. I was oh. having a very good conversation with your fawn friend about okay. keys. Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe he paid for it. Okay. Uh, is this food good? Can I have this? Yes, of course. Thank God. Comes with the with the room. How was your rest? Yeah, anyways, I'm going to eat this now. <laughs> of course, I will leave you to it. <laughs> Excuse me. And you can hear him, like, jangling with keys sort of disappears into the back oh, room. No. Nobody else in here. It's just a nice, comfortable, you know, fireplace is warming. Yeah. Fireplace is warming. It's warm in the place. That's yeah. how it does. <laughs> Goes and sits Nailed in front it. of the fire, like in a like a you know swing back chair or whatever, and just starts like slowly putting this food in his mouth. <sighs> oh no! <laughs> well, shit, that's the end of that scene too. Back up here, upstairs. I'm teaching the jester how to braid hair. Okay, uh, roll wit, I guess. <laughs> it I don't was think... a jest. Oh. oh. <laughs> 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 
<sighs> delete all voice clips from Madeline yeah. this episode. Just delete Madeline. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> okay, you taught him out. He's taking his little claws and he's like, Wow, these are all things I didn't expect to happen. That's. <laughs> It's not true. He's, you didn't teach this owl how to. Oh, okay. What well, you said it so seriously. I was like, guess I'm a fucking miracle worker. <laughs> fucking triple black belt and sarcasm, man. How have you not learned this yet? All right, what do you? What do you Double what do you platypus do? league. Double platypus sarcasm. As I'm braiding Echo's hair, I'm going to say, "Uh, Echo, wake up." She snores again. <laughs> I'm going to place the jester on top of her head. Okay, so now there's a jester on her head. Yes. It starts like kneading into your hair and just sort of like bundles down into it like a nest because it is yeah it is a nest it's a rat's nest and an Um, owl nest did did his talons get to her head uh just ever so slightly yes that's enough she (laughs) 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 she uh she jolts awake oh no flutters up (laughs) fuck and uh, (laughs) her reaction to that she jolts awake, like looks up at the jester, freaks out, flickers, hits the wall. <laughs> Wait. And just, no, just knocks right back out. Just like onto the floorboards. <laughs> just <laughs> And uh, then she kinda was like, What the fuck? What? Good morning. Oh god, and puts her hand on her head. Oh god. Good morning. <laughs> oh, what time is it? Um I, I'm the worst person to ask for that. I don't know. looks out the window. Yeah, it's a little bit after sunrise. Okay. So it's not like... She goes, oh, shit, okay. You didn't even sleep in the bed last night. Did I not? No. Well, your face was on it. Oh. I guess that's good enough. She stands up, kind of stumbles a little bit. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, before we do anything, Herbert seemed very preoccupied, so I couldn't intercept him in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but now that you're awake, um, so have we thought that maybe we're not the only ones going to the Sunder for Epistle? Isn't the it, thought had crossed my mind. Isn't it strange how, you know, it's this place that nobody goes, but we instantly found someone who's, you know, going there? And then there's those two people who had been there previously at the, uh... The bar? Tavern? No, 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 no. The, uh... Tower? The Pioneer's Tower. Tower. There we go. Pulling teeth. Got there. Got there. (laughs) Um, she, She says, It had occurred to me that this is, um, strange. So we're, like, racing. Except we don't know where the other opponents are. We're racing in blind. Don't know, like you said, where they are. Don't know where Epistle is. But I mean, I think Epistle's there, or at least something important, since other people go there, right? Yeah, you would think. Um, what does Echo know about the Sunder? Uh, roll wit. Do 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 do. Three. Uh, well, you know, it's a big old thing. You know it's a you know it's a, a <laughs> nice. big old bad place. You've heard like, you know, pilgrims and travelers mention it in ominous tones, like oh, the sunder, you know, but oh. never really heard any sort of like details about it. No. Well, 
What are you, what are you putting forward here, Spadefoot? What are you proposing? Well, um, I think we should go, and I think we should go now. Yeah, that would agree. I know with we're that. waiting for Azantica to, you know, tell us where to go and all of that, but I mean, chances are we're just gonna go there anyways. So yeah, was there uh, out of character? Was there any? Anything else that we were talking about doing here in Jacksnap? Or um, I mean, I delivered that package, but that was really the only thing. Mission accomplished. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, pack it up. Go home. Yeah. yeah we will, uh, we campaign will. over. Yep. Yeah. Time to go. Yeah, I think, I think that's it. Yeah. So. Yeah, Echo, kind of steadies herself. She goes, "Okay, we'll uh, get something to eat, and then we will make our way out." Uh, do we want to? Find Azantica. Well, and tell um, her for a change. She's coming with us. I don't think she's coming with us. Okay. But she I shrugs. Mean, I mean, I think she made it pretty clear that she really just came here to get drunk and do things that don't concern us. And then Herbert ignored her in the bar. So I don't. <laughs> I don't know if things will be good there. Well, fair enough. Let's. Uh, Let's go downstairs, find something to eat, find Herbert, and uh, hit the road. What should I name my bird? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, she kind of sways on her feet, turns and looks at the jester. Hello. <laughs> well, do you have a name? No, I do not have any sorts of names. <gasps> Perfect opportunity to name him. She says it again in green. Do you have a name? Doesn't respond. Hmm. Doesn't like you. <laughs> well, do you have any ideas? Um, no. Well, uh, most of the time names just sort of, you know, they happen. You find them. Not everybody's born with a name that they need, so. Well, maybe now isn't the time to name him. Maybe it'll just come to you. Hmm. That's fair. I'll put my arm out. For the bird. It like flutters onto it and then takes its beak, well, its teeth rather, and kind of ugh, molds into its own feathers, plucks one of the white feathers out and sticks it in your goatee. This is great. <gasps> he likes me, right? He does. Maybe? I, I think so. Does this bird like her? <laughs> or like him, rather? Seems to, yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm, that face you gave me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> This this bird is gonna be the end of us. Yeah, bird's a spy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Echo says, "Yeah, I think he likes you. It's very cute." <gasps> Best friends. Best friends. Let's go find Herbert because he didn't seem well. He's just hungover. I'm sure. Mm, he seemed pretty bad. Been a long time since I drank that much. So. Well, you should also eat the foods and things. Then, and then we should go. We should leave right and now. Water. And the echo turns around. Like, her eyes get big when she says water. And she turns around and walks out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just stands there in the room for a minute. Has she left anything and in here? weirdly enough... No, before you get to that, she turns around and comes back. Goes, you coming? <gasps> yes. And she walks. I'll follow her. Okay. Brand. Has she left anything in here? Okay, Mr. Mrs. Snoop over here. Oh, did I? No. no, I don't know. Did you? She's checking her pockets. It's your fucking character. 
I'm not going to like whoopsie daisy your keys out of your key ring <laughs> like in real life. We're yeah. in a fantasy land. Nah, she didn't leave anything. You okay. ate okay. your entire wheel of cheese, though. It's all gone. Oh, God. No, I don't <laughs> think she did. She probably did nom on it a little bit. You're about two two thirds through. Oh, God. Okay. It's so fucking gross. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's it's beyond the zone of maybe I should eat this. I don't know. It's only been like a week and a half. I mean, what is cheese? I don't think I need to. <laughs> Here's the question. What is cheese? Ask yourself uh, this. Bacterial shit. Dairy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's it's like already spoiled milk, right? And I'm well, yes. I'm pretty sure that you can't consider like within the fold of like uh Echo's trench coat dry aging cheese. <laughs> no, I'm, I think he's right. Yeah. I think you've... Uh... Oh, yeah, I forgot you wear a fucking like, Matrix-style trench coat now. Yeah. yeah, you gave it to me. Yeah. Yeah. So edgy. that were like, you know, in her hair. Oh. So it's just oh. covered in her own <laughs> A frog sitting on it. <laughs> wow, yeah, sounds fine yeah, to how's me. Yeah, Finn, actually? Just on your shoulder. Just hanging out. Did he just Can sleep there? Him? Yeah. No. He's very good at hiding. That's dumb. It's not hard with that hair. Grabbing two little bits of the auburn hair with his fucking weird frog hands, like putting it in front of him like a curtain. That's enough to full spade foot. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. Um, so yeah, Echo goes downstairs and she's looking for water. Uh, I mean, there's water out. There's breakfast. There's water. There's tea, um, secret tea specifically, and there's also a Herbert in front of the fire. A little too close. <laughs> it's like all the food's gone, plates in the floor, and he's sitting there just casting spare on himself. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Wishing he was dead and bring himself back to a stable like condition. God. Oh, that's the best thing. Um uh, Herbert, you should drink some tea. Yeah, I've had a bit now. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to be okay? Yep. Okay, because right now you're laying on the ground with yep. your eyes closed yep. and shh, your foot's shh, almost shh, in the fire. Shh, shh. Yeah, it's nice. Okay. I have to be hot and cold at the same time. Hmm. Okay? Okay. Just give me... Just eat. Your body's and... not big enough for that. <laughs> Alright, now... <laughs> I'm just gonna lay here and I'm gonna do my thing. Okay. And you can eat and you can do your thing and I'm gonna deal with this and when it's time to leave, we'll leave. Okay. okay. Yeah, sorted. Thank you. That sounds good. Echo's just standing watching this, <laughs> eating some cheese. Uh, oh, no! It's new cheese that she found on the breakfast bar. On the floor. <laughs> Wait, okay. Hmm. Now, I haven't been to many breakfast bars, but I'm pretty sure none of them have fucking cheese. Have you ever been to a medieval breakfast bar? Fair. Wait. It probably doesn't exist, really. Uh, at all. Yeah, the medieval period was a myth. <laughs> Wait, I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, serious breakfast bars. Does medieval times serve uh, cheese for breakfast? Yeah, I mean, wait, oh, yeah. Like the medieval point. times Renaissance Theater? Yeah. No, they have the point. exact same menu as, like, Dolly Parton Stampede. <laughs> oh, shit, they do. <laughs> a whole chicken, soup, bread. Oh, fuck. No cheese. Dolly Parton Stampede is just yee-yee medieval times. <laughs> Duh. What a con. Has it taken him that long like, for you to figure that out? Yeah. Dolly! I was today years old when I figured this out. <laughs> Anyways, moving okay, on. Okay, back the to the podcast. Yeah. 
Jesus. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Smayfoot is drinking tea, and if there's any bread or anything, I'm actually just going to set my bird on the counter. Okay. And I'm just going to say, have breakfast. I don't know what you like. It just starts, like, putting its weird human mouth down and, like, eating shit off plates. Cool. <laughs> oh, God. Now I'm problem. <laughs> well, I guess it is my dog and my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will drink some tea. Would I have anything in a wild kit that could help Herbert out? Uh, I don't think a wild kit, but I also have a blood kit. I don't think so. He has something that could technically help himself out, but, well, I don't know. If cleanse would really get rid of a hangover. I mean, it gets rid of sap condition. Yeah, it gets rid of drunkenness. Huh? Well, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, it's not drunkenness. It, well, it's probably a little drunk. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, But I, I would say that he's, like, suffering not only from that, but also from, like the you know existential crisis of seeing his god yeah over, over, yeah. oh yeah over. we don't know anything about that no, yet none of so no. yeah like woke up with blood in his mouth oh yeah yeah so yeah echoes uh standing not sitting and she's just eating and drinking water all right you guys hang out and eat and drink um about eight minutes into that the door kind of creaks open and you see Azantica kind of poke her fish-like head sort of through the gills sort of oscillating as she's smoking on this dragging on this black cigarette just kind of looks in for a second Good spots morning. you guys and goes ah opens up the door comes in hello my darlings kind of looks down at you Herbert hello cutie oh hey you uh you look I little... still closed <laughs> <laughs> do do uh do do have a good night. Yes, you look, um... Well, you look. Oh, yeah, that's accurate. I spoke with the mayor. Um, it sounds as though you're, you are cleared um, in terms of heading towards the Sunder. Um, they're going to send words to uh, Wraithreach. Um, have, have any of you ever been no. in or around that area? No. It's a, uh, it's a fortress... Um, that was built into the side of the mountain leading down towards the Sunder. Um, pretty secure. The most secure and safe way to get into the Sunder if you were to go. Although I'm not suggesting you do, but if you are, are still chasing after a pistol, then that would be that would be your best way in. It sounds like they're going to send word for you to go through that way. Okay. Let's let's go. Going right now? Um, yeah, probably. Echo. Echo nudges Herbert a little bit with her foot. You know, I can hear everything's going on. I'm, I'm aware it's time to go. Just make sure you're not dead. I'm not fucking dead. <laughs> I wish I was. Sonica kind of snorts. A little bit. She goes, okay. <gasps> Echo, Echo finally says, like, okay, big guy. Uh, and puts, nope. her, puts her hand nope, down at him. Nope, nope. Come I've on. got this. Come I'm on. a grown fucking adult. I've got this. Rolls up, probably a little bit too close to the fireplace. Uh, stretches... Swings around. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Yes. I heard actual bones pop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <sighs> Azantica passes see the bat. Oh fuck yes. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. That's bad. The fuck. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. Gives you a little peck on the forehead. Oh. Cute. All right. <laughs> now I'm ready. <laughs> now I'm ready. I will not be accompanying you like I mentioned previously, um, but I will make haste back to 
our tower as soon as I can and uh, let Arlo know where you are and that you were at least let go from this city uh, safely and in one piece. Okay. Hey, uh, we'll keep in touch. Try to. Good luck. I guess we'll try to. How do we keep... Well, Herbert just got to wait for his message in the bottle. I was going to say, yeah. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is there anything we need? I don't know. I don't know anything about the Sunder. We should. What, what is it? How far away is it? What does it look like? It's actually quite close from here. Um, you should see the steeples of Wraithreach uh, within, I'd say, about four or five hour walk um, due west of here. Directly west. In terms of what the Sunder looks like, um, for the most part, very white. Okay. Like snow? Well, yes, but there's also snow outside if you haven't looked. Um, oh, yeah. But white in a white in a different way. Hmm. Okay. The folks at Wraithreach should inform you of how to proceed inwards in, uh, you know, your, your best options in terms of safety and efficiency. Okay. That's sort of what they do. That's nice. All right. Well, let's go. I'm ready. Safe Ooh. travels, Azonica. Safe travels to you. Gives you the sign of smiles, putting her hands in a sort of triangular formation, and then gives you one last glance, Herbert. Yeah. Pulls out a cigarette and points at his cheek and is like, you think I could get another one? <laughs> oh, case. She just kind of like and, leans in, and then as she's coming in, Herbert like snaps his head over and just gives her a big fat one on the Oh, lips. cute. Yeah, she kind of pulls away like, ah, ah. Got you. <laughs> I'll get you back next time. You fucking better. And she leaves. Goodbye forever. Nope. Goodbye forever. <laughs> Lights um, up a cigarette. Time to go. Echo says we should uh, find a place we can stock up on supplies, food, potions. Um, I have a feather. You do have a feather. I have a feather and a mushroom that glows um, in a needle. I don't think we need anything else. Do you think we need to get a tent? Uh, or we got to rough it? Oh, yeah. I guess I we should have a tent. I don't know how long we're going to be out there if we end up having to camp out on top of a tower. Um, I don't know. I guess we should. I guess we should actually get, like, a tent and bedrolls and things um, like that. Except not for me, because I don't fucking sleep. Is there a, a tent in an explorer's pack? Or a kit? Or was it like... I can't remember which one it was. Explorer's pack. I can't remember. There was one of those kits. <laughs> one um, of them fucking things. The wild kit is probably the closest to like bushwhacking stuff. Um, mm -hmm. From what I understand. It's got like which, a couple bedrolls in it. Yeah, it's got two bedrolls in it. Which Echo has a wild kit. and she No, a wild a kit should... It should have a tent in it, actually. I think it does. Let me check here. Um, tent big enough for three people? Two. I mean, she doesn't. She doesn't. Yeah, but sleep I mean, we in still need shelter either. from the storm, just in case. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe we should just like invest in a larger tent, just in case. Um, the major thing that I want, like that, I Patrick think we need to get <laughs> is uh, potions. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if we want to split up, they're we're gonna, in a town. I'm not too worried about that. They're gonna be expensive around here, man. That's potions? better than dying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, death's pretty fucking expensive. <laughs> it's very true. All right. Um, I mean, like, Herbert can make a potion a day. Okay. If you're willing to drink them. 
Yes. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> sure. Yeah, why that not? Would definitely work. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, I'll put a little. Do you guys have any potions? Yes. Yeah. I have one health and one mana. Um, I have three health potions. You did see on your way to this inn um, a little shop called Mortimer's that looked like a general store. Okay. Echo relays that. Says, I saw, I think, a general store. She's like rubbing her eyes. Yeah, let's go. She's, I'm going to head that way. You want to go with Herbert? Yeah, I'm going to need supplies. Spacefoot? Um, well, is there anything else I can do so we can multitask? But I don't know what else we would need. Uh, I think a general store is probably going to cover all the bases. Okay, let's go. Let's go. And we out the door. All right. Yeah, so you I, cross the street. What? I actually have a question. Yeah. Um, is there a post office here? Um, like like an Arbinger's office? Yes. Uh, yeah, there is. Um. Shit, did we pay for our room? Yeah. Uh, did we? I asked about that when I got down there. Did we not? Pay I'm for pretty that? sure Spadefoot paid for you guys' room. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. I, I vaguely remember, like, Herbert, like, throwing a bunch of coins out. <laughs> that, oh, yep. yeah. Yep. I okay. thought I might have actually just bluffed our way through that with my key talk. <laughs> so. He seemed very distracted, so. It could have worked. Well, uh, it's officially not our problem anymore. Yep. Yep. We are in the middle of the street now. Never yep. coming back. Fuck him. We have goodbye forever, Mr. Key. But I like him. <laughs> Okay, well, Watch. I'll, I'll just Fucking go back. Level 10, you guys are going to be fighting gods with this motherfucker. Like, ah! you know, yes. that's how it always turns out, that's man. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you guys head over to Mortimer's, um, down the street, and into this. It's it's sort of like a curved roof building. It almost looks like a capsule home or something made out of wood. And you can tell that the wood's actually been bent and shaped like with magic to Ooh. sort of form this this sort of bubble that's that's uh, sitting in between two other sort of rundown taverns. Um, you can see two circular windows, and through those, just like darkness, muskiness, and you can see shelves lined with gear and stuff. But you can also just see like wind chimes and like bead curtains that surround the entire. It looks like a forest of different yes. transparent um, colored beads. And uh, you go inside. Little bell above the door, kind of bing bing goes off as you three walk in um, and there's nobody in sight you see some a shadow in the back and some sort of here's some sort of shuffling of papers um hello is there a bell on the counter no Herbert just takes his bat and just (laughs) that's one way to get attention you hear like a singular footstep like how tall is the door uh I mean pretty tall about seven feet up Okay, Echo reaches up and hits the bell again. <laughs> you hear another footstep. Like, uh, it's, it's, it might be just old. Well, you, you hear us, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, just want to let you old. know we're here. We're going to start browsing a little bit. Oh, yes, please do. Welcome. Thank you. All right, so, tent. There's a tent. Health potions. Um, there are three health potions um, sitting sitting on the counter, not are locked they, up or anything, just are, sitting there. Are they priced? Yes, eight gold a piece. Jesus Christ! Um, I mean, buy the seven. <laughs> <laughs> are there any bells? There are two small bells that have like wooden handles, and they're hanging on hinges. Is there string? 
Yeah, there's a, a, a cord of um, 50, excuse me, 50 inches of hempen string. How much are the two bells in a string? All together would be about 13 coin. <laughs> okay. I mean, they're like very like ornate, like pretty bells. Yeah, this is like, you know, last stop for adventurers going into the Sunder, so. Hmm. Mana potions. We're, we're playing that last gas station price. Oh, no. Oh, 15 yeah. coin a piece on the mana. Motherfucker. Wow. How much? How long was this spool of thread? Fifty inches. Fifty inches. Okay. Uh, how much would an assortment of like supplies for brewing, or for making potions, be? Oh, I mean, I think you already have that. Oh yeah, I know, but I mean, like, I'm just like Get asking you, you know, because like I've already made like a couple, so. Well, if you've got an artistry kit and stuff like just base, we're not gonna. Yeah, like okay. you just use those like beakers and, and those that equipment to remake stuff. In terms of like making general stuff, you're always gonna have those supplies on you. But if you want to make something specific, then I will give you ingredients to find. Okay. Well, uh mono potions, health potions. Yeah, those are base. So okay. like, you know, you make one a day pretty much. Okay. Cool. Um Okay, I'm gonna Spadefoot takes the two bells and the string and places the coins in their places on the shelves. Okay. Oh, he doesn't know what else to do. He probably gets the amount wrong. It's probably 15 gold as well, just because he doesn't know how money works here. No. What about, uh, say, like, a bulk of black powder? Oh, like a hogshead? Oh, my God. You're probably looking at about 20 coin, man. Okay. Something to keep in mind. I've got 35, so. Um, 10. How much did that cost? Ten coin, surprisingly cheap. And it's enough for three people? Yeah. Cool. Does it look like decent? Oh, it looks like exquisite. Um it looks it looks thick and it seems to like bundle itself up onto where the rods are set up. Like it's very nice. Okay. Um that could definitely help you out. Um is... Are you all that poor already? What happened? Uh the one other uh, shop that we've stopped at besides the bar. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Herbert bought, you know, bracers of might. Um, that's why your might was thirteen yeah. instead of twelve. Yeah, I, I realized that, and then I went back through and changed my stamina back. Uh, let's see. Is there is there anything in here that looks pushed away on the shelves, like not for just the average viewer, like something tucked away on a shelf? Not in particular, um, but there there are a lot of like um, very ornate, like hand sculpted things, like little figurines, um, those ornate bells that I just told you about as well. Um, but but nothing like hidden away or anything like nothing in particular. But there are a lot of like very interesting artistic things in here. It's almost like a lot of... It's almost like primarily a knick-knack store and a general store second. Oh, okay. I will ask my jester, um, do you want anything? No response. Okay. I'll take that as a no. <clears throat> Are these coats going to be enough to keep us warm? Yeah, you'd say so. Um, okay. Like, definitely not at night. Like, you definitely want, like, a tent or yeah. something to accent, but okay. by itself, like, you should be just fine. Okay. So we've been playing today for about 40 minutes, and I just realized that I don't have a pencil. Ha! <laughs> there are, there are pencils, pencils entirely everywhere except for anywhere near Patrick. Yeah. Yep. And uh, as soon as I voiced my oh, need I of a pencil. You. 
Um, <laughs> they were just chucked across the room <laughs> at my general direction. Yes. Yep, trying to get at least one stuck in your beard. Um, Echo is going to... <laughs> yeah, I've still got that feather on my goatee, grab don't I? two of the health potions. Okay. And she puts... She looks at Spadefoot and looks at the door where the, she heard the guy coming from. Has he come out yet? No. Yeah, she does the same thing Spadefoot did. Puts the coin down. All right. Okay. Good-hearted folk here. I thought you guys were going to steal shit from old Mortimer. Um, tell you about the trinkets that are also here. You spot an air terrarium. Oh, cool. Um, there's a lot of backpacks here. There are two bandages for sale. Um, the bells, a compass. You have a blood kit, don't you, Patrick? Mm-hmm. I have a blood kit. You have a blood kit. I have a blood kit as well. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. I found one in uh, That's right. In the keep. Yep. Whatever the fuck. No, no, wait. Did you find it in the keep or did you find it in the uh, in the prison? I think you found it in the prison. Prison, yeah. that's right. Yeah, you got you, it. yeah, I have like something written down here. One maybe HP potion. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Because it was found in that room. Yep, yep. With the, uh, the torturer guy. There's a hand lens. There's a bundle of incense. Uh, um, torches? There are torches. You can buy five torches or, for or, uh, two Or sunrods? That's what I was about to get to. Yeah. There is a fucking sunrod in here. You can see it's holstered. Herbert would probably know what this is. I think Echo might have an idea as well. Um, I think she's see, seen one before. Just like it's on like a belt loop, and then it has the leather holster, and it's probably about the size of like a small rod basically. And you can see a little bit of white light peeking out of it. How much is it? It is eight coin. That's not bad. Spadefoot ever seen one? No. He has no idea what that is. He's no. also not paying attention to you guys. Go ahead and <laughs> add that sunrod to the mix. Okay. Uh, this is a riveting shopping episode. Oh, I know. Oh, well, yeah. no, we're know. almost done. We're Boy Scouts. We're all we're all. We're I mean, it's got, to be, crew. it's got to be how it is. There's also a whetstone, a shovel, a telescope, which is just sitting there. It's just sitting there. You could have that. How much um, is that telescope? 30 coin. And a small loot. I want to go find whoever the fuck this old dude is. Okay, so you want to go around the corner? Yes. So you go around the corner and through that little door, through the bead curtains, they sort of dangle and shine yes. as you go through. And uh, he's just at the end of the hallway. Um, he's wearing like a black frock coat that goes down to his ankles, barefoot, big goggles and just like this massive black hair forms into black beard all very very curly and he's sort of like making his way down oh you can't be back here oh oh okay he's just slowly moving closer to you um what's your name mortimer hello we're buying things in your shop all right (laughs) is he still just Just a centimeter a second slowly walking towards you um, it's quite early in the morning. It is. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning to you as well. Um, I'll step out of your hallway. He steps out of the bead curtain. All right. And I found minute, the shopkeep. A minute later, he makes through and comes to the counter. Pulls up. Uh, yes, I see you've put the coins in their places. That's respectable and sweet of you. Is that actually how we're supposed to conduct business here? No. Oh no, I messed it up. <laughs> but uh, I messed it up well, we've, again. We've left everything right here that yes. we're purchasing in a pile. Oh, you know. fantastic! So you put the items you're purchasing in front of me, and put the coins <laughs> where the items once were. Echo at this point is going and gathering up the piles of coins 
and bringing them over to the counter. It's no big deal. I just thought it was a good goof. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, there's one thing. I don't know if you do much bartering. I can be persuaded. I am in the so town do you, of Faye. So, you see all that black powder <laughs> on the shelf over there? Yes. I see that it's marked for 20 coin. Kind of like squints his eyes. Yeah. I have 17. It's three short, but I have a whip that I'm not using. It's good braided leather. I'll take 15 in the whip. You can have the gunpowder. That sounds like a take. All right. Now, wait, hold on. Out of character Her- here. Dude just haggled backwards. <laughs> what? Well, the whip's going to be worth a little bit more than three coin. Yeah, yeah, but you offered 17, and he's like, no, 15. <laughs> well, we also didn't steal from him, and he probably recognizes that. <laughs> Herbert's also lying to him right now. You said a 20 for the... Uh, Pretty sure it's thirty. You said, yeah, he said thirty. Oh, you said Ooh. I thought you said twenty. But no, good. let's keep this going. <laughs> no, <Herbert laughs> this is perfect. Maybe Herbert doesn't know either. Maybe he didn't see the, the last little line on the three. That's awesome. But he seems <laughs> just to be down in your with it. face. <laughs> I don't know if I'm okay with this now, though. <laughs> I don't know if I'm okay with this. He 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 seems to want to be making that deal. No, 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 no. Maybe he also handles backwards. I can't. So. <laughs> I can't. I can't do that. Maybe I he'll can't. send an assassin after you later. Once no, he knows I can't. He's gone. I can't do that. Once we realize he's the head of the thieves guild here. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do that. This is just a trick. Aha! Pulls off a fucking latex mask. It's Tom Cruise underneath. <laughs> oh, is that a pi- silence pistol? All right, roll for initiative. <laughs> Let's fucking kill this bitch. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't. I can't do it. He pulls off the mask, and it's okay. Damien Nightblade. Yeah, gunpowder's expensive around here. Fuck. I'm sorry, man. What about it for half? <laughs> the amount. I mean, he's saying half a bulk. that. He's saying. He's saying that. Oh, you want to? You want to take half of it? If that's possible. Yeah, that's a that's fine as well. Okay, so half. It, it's thirty. I've misread it. All right. Well, what is he? What is this voice that I'm doing? No, it's not like <laughs> that's a really, that doesn't. I, I don't. You're think a that's tiny Herbert. little orphan. No. Who's you're a tiny who's orphan? This new please, character sir. You've got over here. Can I please, sir. Can I have some more? <laughs> Harvard's actually starting to sound like an unknown. Uh, anyways, yeah. so yeah, um, so I just spilled water all down my shirt. Coin for uh, half a bulk of powder. That sounds good. Okay, that um, leaves me with two. Do you have any more bells? I just need one more. I need one more bell. Yes. He kind of like rummages through very slowly and eventually pulls out a little tiny silver-lined bell. There you go. Two coin for this one. Okay, I'll take it. Sounds good. Thank you all for your prolific and charitable business. Echo is profoundly uncomfortable. Why? <laughs> he just like smiles at you with these like naughty yellow teeth. She doesn't know how to talk to this man. <laughs> um, where did you get all these things? What do you mean? Well, there's lots of things in your shop, and I was wondering where you got them. Sometimes people bring things in. Sometimes I go out and find things myself. Oh. I don't believe him. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, he's got he's got boots of speed in the back. <laughs> I sure don't. He's got a car. No, I was, 
What? Yeah, he just drops, <laughs> just like, like gets in, yeah. just here we go, and just slams into a tree, <laughs> just like <laughs> through the windshield. Sixty-four Chevelle, yeah, <laughs> driving through the crystal woods. I was picturing like a, like a late eighties model Cadillac. <laughs> Flies off the fucking thunder. No, I was just curious. You don't believe me? Well, I don't know you, so I can't, you know, really based on if you're trustworthy or not but you have nice things in your shop and I was just curious where you got them thank you a lot of adventurers come from the sunder and give us things here for coin of course we barter and ship away and things and hmm. sell them for exorbitant prices I can see I just paid <laughs> two coin for a small bell <laughs> such as the wife I uh, need one I wouldn't want to not sell such a thing for an exorbitant price, most folks go into that big scar and come out with little more than those few bells. I wouldn't want to do them an injustice by not making their charity of giving them to me worth something to the town's economy. That's so fair. wait, people come out of the, the sunder with a lot of bells. Oh, you know, trinkets and things. The bells oh. are just echoes outside smoking. <laughs> <laughs> There's all kinds of things there. Things left over from uh, the military encampments when they tried to took it back. Things found in the Thaki ruins that were exposed from the scarring itself. Uh, sometimes an adventurer is not so lucky, and all of his gear is left for the taking. And then, of course, there's what the pale make. And there's what? forges and whatnot. Those are always interesting weapons and accoutrements. Yeah, could could you tell me a little bit more about that? Well, they're not uh, stupid. Now, some of them even used to be like us, you know. So, of course, they can forge and smith like we do. Uh, they make things that are warped just like themselves you know swords that bend the wrong way or clubs that are sharp wait isn't a club that's sharp just a sword well, that's a very good point hmm all right well thank you for the stuff i'll of take course. the telescope <laughs> you're gonna take the telescope yes. <laughs> okay i'm the richest one out of everyone here mm. but not anymore not anymore but telescopes man yeah, yeah. So you guys uh, finish this conversation up with Mortimer, grab your stuff that you've bought for, and stumble back outside. Um, the entirety of the city, by the way, the town rather, is blanketed in about five inches of snow, which is not impeding you by any means, but like is very pretty, but also daunting at the same time, because you know you're going to have to trudge through it for the next three to four hours to race reach. Um, but you guys are out here with your new gear, a little less uh, rich than you than you were before you left town. Um, where do you guys want to go? Um, I would like to run by um, this. What's it called? What's the post office called? The Harbinger's office. Yeah. Do so you go by the Harbinger's? Harbinger's? Yeah. You okay. Okay. Just yeah. just real quick. Oh yeah. Just go. Yeah. I'll That's go. Fine. She takes a long drag off that cigarette. So you pop in. Um, also, love in the snow. The fawns are at work sporadically taking things from one cubby, putting them to another, all wearing these sort of like long white vest, um, and one with this sort of mop of blonde hair, kind of, what's up? Hold up. Would Spakefoot even know what a post office was? We went to one. Okay, we're good. We're set. Yeah, you've, le Continue. you've learned it. Yeah, I you was like, it once, ah. so you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's all it takes. 
one with this sort of like mop of blonde hair clops his way over to you and says, yeah, how can I help you? Um, just real quick, have mm-hmm. you delivered um, anything to somebody named Lionel lately? Lionel? Uh, I don't, I don't Let me check the records. And he kind of like scours through some papers. And, um, no, I don't believe so. There is a, a, an address for Sunbeam of one Lionel. Can um, I smoke in here? Yes, yes. Feel free. Um, Which comes in. But that's, a, that's about it. Uh, it hasn't looked like he's received any direct uh, deliveries from our office in a few years. Mm, okay. Um, I'll give him a small acorn, one of my last. I think I only have three acorns oh, left. Thank you. Could you deliver that to Lionel? Uh, sure thing. Uh, it'll be two coin. Okay. I'll give it to him. Kind of like looks at the acorn, holding it up between two fingers. Kind of like... It's from the Feywild. (laughs) Puts it into his pocket. Don't break that. He gives it a little sniff and then he kind of like, hmm. And then puts it into his pocket, like seemingly satisfied. Um, What are you delivering? What do you you mean? Or are you going to tell me later? Or are you delivering the acorn? I just gave him the acorn to deliver to Lionel. Gotcha. That's it. That's the whole transaction. All right. Okay, we can leave now. And two coin, right? Yes, two coin. Yep. Uh Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, we head out. Mm-hmm. Guys, head now on the western road. Yes. Towards Wraith Reach. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys make your way um, out the gates and begin to trudge through. As we leave the gate, uh, Echo's cigarette is down to like a butt, and she flicks the the cherry off the end of it, rips it open, and just throws the herbs up. They kind That's of scatter fair. in the snow. Like, um, and you guys make your way down the road. Is there anything you guys want to do while you're traveling? Um, um, keep an eye out for other travelers. All right. Yeah, it'll be pretty easy to spot people in this you know big white expanse. Um, the trees to your left and right, mostly cedars. This this far into the crystal woods. Um, but with dotted little bits of redwoods here and there, um, are so caked in ice and snow to become almost un- unknown as trees. They're just these like white pillars of jagged ice um, as you guys make your way down the road. It's a pretty uneventful journey for the first two hours or so, um, just trudging along. Um, okay, I think I've got, I have, I have two names that I like for my bird. <laughs> Well, technically, really, he's not my bird. He's just hanging out. He's a friend, and he needs a name. Echo falls back to walk next to you. Um, so I really like the name Finn, and I really like the name Pluto. Echo just smiles. I knew a very nice man named Pluto once, and I think it would be fitting, but I also like Finn because it's short and cute. It is short and cute. What do you think? Uh, DM, is Finn reacting at all? No. Well, Finn's a very good name. Mm-hmm. Pluto's also a very good name. So you just like Finn because you think it's a good name? Yeah, it's short and cute. Two ends. And who was Pluto? Uh, Pluto is a good friend of mine. Well, he's still alive. He's in the Feywild. He's just not here. Okay. Well, the only way to spell Finn is with two ends. You're right. It is. That's, that's how you know if it's a part or a person. Well, we can... I'll just ask the bird. I'll ask him. I'll ask him myself. 
he puts him out on his arm and he looks at him do you like pluto or do you like finn do you like pluto or do you like finn mm, well i like pluto do you like finn or do you like pluto i like pluto I fucking love this bird and Spadefoot circular conversation. It's almost like the real thing. I wouldn't thing. call it a conversation, necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Pluto it is. Pluto the Jester. Pluto the Jester. Uh, in fairy lore, sometimes the fairy king is referred to as Pluto. Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. You guys, this has been Fun Facts with Madeline. <laughs> you guys get about three hours into your journey, and uh, the wind coming off the sunder, the mountains that surround it, it's really starting to pick up now. Um, to the point where the snow in front of you that's sort of cascading downwards um, is forming this sort of wall that is starting to obscure your vision. It was easy to kind of keep an eye on your surroundings in this wide expanse at first, but now it's starting to get, as you're traveling further and further west, starting to get more and more thick. A little after this happens, you start to see directly ahead of you on the road, after a few curves, this sort of big um, black shape with waves of what looked like flags sort of hanging off it in the middle of the road. Um, Herbert, it kind of looks like a wagon but it's not moving, it's sort of at an angle, just sort of in the snow up to its up to the top of its wheels. Oh, so it like so the snow's that deep or is it just like like snow's a drift on this like unused Snow's a drift on it, but okay. it is starting to get Because if it's deep. up that tall, then like Herbert's up to his neck. <laughs> it's starting to get that deep. I mean he's traveling through probably about up to his waist and sort of like trudging on the the top layer of snow. You've also got the size advantage of being less weight. Um, so you're just sort of like buoyantly, like you're sinking down a little bit, but you're not like traveling up to your literal waist or anything. It's okay. tough though. It's tough going. Okay. Winter is really starting to take hold. Do you guys see that up there? I will take out my telescope. I'll take out the telescope. Oh I'll take shit. A look at it. First, already coming in handy. All right. Um, so you kind of unfurl this telescope and take a look. Um, roll wit. The first roll. Ooh, it's bad. Five. Five? It's definitely an abandoned wagon. The Okapi or the buffalo that would pull it are long gone. Um, you do spot what looks like the shape of the rider sort of leaned back at the front of it. Um, head tilted back onto the... Uh, the burlap behind him, um, just sort of resting. Herbert's going to go ahead and cast vestments. Okay. I don't know. This is the first time I've used a telescope, so I don't know if I'm using it right. Well, you did. Is this, um, how far away is it? Oh, I'd say about a quarter mile. Not mm. far. Are there any tracks? Around here? I mean, not that it would matter Snow's to be... coming down. Yeah. Not really. You don't see any obvious tracks now i will do something great though okay um with my my poncho that i'm still wearing under all of my blankets uh i'll use the wide brim so it doesn't get in my face oh, <laughs> oh speaking of which yes 
I'm pretty sure that skill got an update. You should have three innate mage skills. Or three innate mage spells. Oh, this is just my poncho. Oh, I know. But I'm saying also pick a third mage spell. Oh, uh, okay. So I think you actually have more that. fucking spells in the casters <laughs> at this point. But not for long. Um, Herbert's pretty sick. So you kind of like rub your hands on this poncho and you guys see around Spadefoot's um, little nubs of golden horns, this disc of light appears. What color is it? It's pink, just like the poncho. Oh no. This pink disc of light sort of appears and shadows his eyes immediately. And you can see the snow sort of starts to rest. It's transparent, but the snow is starting to rest and sort of collect on it. Basically formed like a hat. That's cool. Thank you. Jackalope gave it to me. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Okay, so. It's uh, literally just a visor. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I mean. But it's, it's still great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, fucking cool trim off a lot. It's yeah. a foot in diameter. So. Oh, nice. So my bird can sit under Actually, it. I think it's two feet in diameter. Also, I don't know necessarily about the mage spell, but we'll talk about it later. Okay. Fucking get it off the air. <clears throat> so, uh, y'all want to sneak up the wagon or try to? Yes. Let's do it. It's going to be tough to do, but. All right. We need to try. I mean, it's in the direction that we're, we're supposed to be heading, right? Uh, we haven't... doesn't seem like we've gotten off track, does it? No, not at all. Okay. Um, it's okay, really easy to tell where the road is. Because, the like, tree the trees. Yeah. yeah. So, gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. Herbert was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sneak up there. Check on that guy. See if this is a trap. Okay. Because, I mean, if we're having to start dealing with Pale, if they got backwards swords and shit, we need to be careful. <laughs> all right, go ahead and roll agility. Big money, big money, no whammy. Nice. 16. Nice. Nice. So you kind of like push yourself down in the snow to where it is like neck deep and slowly make your way over there. <laughs> kind of crouched. through it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Basically. Um, and, you know, it's, it's slow going, but you are able to sneak up there and feel pretty sure of yourself that if there was anybody taking an eye, um, that they would not, they would not see you, especially with the snow on your beard as well, blending in. Um, you get right up to it and pull up to the front and you can see this guy is like skin stretched tight against his jaw, like long dead, but there's not a lot of snow on him. Um, there's an arrow sticking out right where the heart is and it's been broken off halfway. Um, you also see he's human, um, middle-aged. He's wearing like a, a soft brown vest that arrows pierce through. It's connecting to his chest and clutched in his hand. You see an empty vial and what looks like a, a, a rolled up piece of half burnt parchment. Okay. Uh, first off, what does the arrow look like? The arrow? Yeah. Um, pretty simple. Just wooden iron, like nothing. Well, fancy. I mean, I wouldn't see the iron if it's buried in his chest. Yeah, but you can tell from like the way okay. it's makeshift. Like it's definitely not steel. Does it look pale? No, not okay. at all. It doesn't even look that primitive. It looks like somebody bought this at a shop. Okay. Um, all right. Um, so how long does this individual seem like he's been dead? Um, definitely at least a week. Damn. Yeah. Preserved in the snow? Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's definitely helping. All right. Um, he's going to try and reach out and grab that little half-burnt note. Okay. You pluck it out. His fingers kind of like shift rigidly and drop off a couple of chunks of snow and you take it out. You've got it. Okay. He just puts it in his bag for now. Um, is this a covered wagon or not? It is a covered wagon, yes. Okay. He's going to tentatively like try and peek in through the back. Okay. You peek in. 
Um, you see another figure that is also frozen, sort of bundled up. Looks like he, there's like on the front of his coat, multiple like puncture wounds. Like there's no blood necessarily, but you can see like somebody dug a dagger into his chest a few times to, to end him. Um, beyond that, there's three big like wooden crates in here, um, all of which have been pried open pretty forcibly. It looks like by hand as opposed to by tool. Um, and they are missing their contents. Mm-hmm. But kind of like digging into them a little bit, you find a few little crumbs of like bread. Looks like they are used to carry food. Okay. Uh, Herbert waves everybody over. Well, after, he's going to take a look around and make sure that nobody's like yeah. watching. Okay. Go ahead and roll with. Come on. Big money, big money, no whammy. Nah, 11. 11. Um, you spot a few fleeting bits of movement of black winged creatures up in the trees. Coco. Um, little crows here and there, but no silhouettes in the snow of people or anything like that. No. Okay. Yeah. Waves everybody over. Okay. We carefully approach, I Hesitantly guess. Hesitantly approach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, Herbert's going to crawl inside the wagon and, like, search this body. Okay. Um, yeah, you shake him down. You find a dagger in his boot. Um, looks a pretty rough make. Um, you find another empty vial. Mm-hmm. And you find what looks to be a candle snuffer. Like, it's on, like, a long rod with, like, a bell shape, but it's definitely, like, elongated, uh, made out of silver, made to, like, snuff out candles. But that's it. That's all this guy's got on Nothing that uh, identifies him as uh, of any particular faction. Like, he might not be from Wraith, Reach, might not, not like Courier, nothing like that. No, they're definitely wearing pretty simple clothing. The guy in front is, like, underdressed, um, but that's the only thing that strikes you as differenting. Underdressed? Yeah. Because he's, he's wearing not wearing like, a coat. Yeah, he's wearing, like, a shirt and a vest. The other guy's wearing a coat. The guy in the wagon is. That is odd. You said he didn't have a lot of snow on him either, right? Um, the guy up front doesn't have a, a lot of snow on him, no. Despite it obviously snowing a lot. Right. Echo climbs mm. up in the wagon with Herbert. Okay. And um, she goes over to the body. And uh, so they had dagger wounds? Yeah, three of them. Just um, haphazardly <clears throat> in the chest. She's going to investigate those wounds. Okay, so you pull this coat aside and kind of take a look. You can see there is some dried blood underneath. It just didn't make it up through the coat itself. Um, but just looks like probably like a serrated blade um, or just one of really rough make. Just punctured him three times in the chest. Wasn't a lot of blood. But it might have to do with the cold as well. Um, she takes her finger and kind of puts it on the wound. Okay. And pushes down just a little bit. All right. Yeah. Um, you try. It comes off in like little shards, but none of it's that wet. You could probably take some of this and you know warm it up in your hands after a few minutes and do it. But yeah. Um. Or fucking dig in him. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Could Pull you, out his heart. It's probably eat. frozen. Blood's probably frozen. Just eat him. No, warm it up in your belly, you know? No, just go off the finger. <laughs> um, um, i got to eat this dude to cast a spell. Hang on a second. 
Uh, since I'm just outside of this by myself, yeah. look around and <clears throat> see if I see anything. And I'm also going to ask Pluto, do you see anything? Okay. He's silent. Go ahead and roll with. Oh, no. 15. Not bad. Besides the crows, no. You don't see anything. No figures. Nothing. It's pretty desolate out here. It's a bad time to travel. How many crows? Um, two or three. Just sort of like cawing and moving between the trees. Do they seem to be looking at us? I mean, yeah, you're the only thing of note well, out I'm here. Just, so you know. once in a while they'll peek their little obsidian eyes down at you, but that's about it. Oh, I'll take out a little piece of... Uh... What, what's in a what's in a Lavinlin ration or Yaddle ration? Uh, I mean, typically just mashed potatoes, beans, bits of breads, um, some sarin fruit if it's you know a summer ration. But this time of year, it's hard to transport that, keep the juices alive. Um, but just basic foods. I'm gonna take out some of the bread from one of my rations, and I'm gonna throw it out for the crows and see if that brings them down. Yeah, so you kind of toss them out into the snow. They uh, look down at it, kind of crooking their heads. One of them sort of swoops, almost looks like he's coming down for it, sort of hovers in the air for a second, and then peels right and goes back into the woods. And the three or four of them sort of conjoin and then sort of flutter off. Um, guys, <laughs> uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. So birds won't even come in this area, and my and Pluto won't speak right now. Um, I think there's something more going on here than just. Yeah. So we need to get moving. Yeah. We get to race reach. Yes. Herbert hops out of the back of the uh, the wagon. Uh, immediately hands you the piece of paper, which he has not even bothered to read, and the uh, the uh, candle snuffer. Yeah. Yes. These are amazing gifts. Found your new bow. And there's this. I haven't read it. What does it say? Um, It doesn't say anything. It uh, looks like red ink. Mm -hmm. looks like uh, half of like a burnt map. But it's almost like a topographical map. Um, Taking a look at it, like, it's kind of hard to tell, but you think it might be just the surrounding area, like within about a mile. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, here's these. This is amazing. It might Thank be connected. You. Okay. We need to keep moving. Okay, let's go. You ready? Echo uh, is still in the cart, and she uh, turns her head to her shoulder a little bit and whispers, What the hell's going on here? Um, I don't know. Not you. <laughs> oh. You can't hear this. Fuck. <laughs> the frog speaks up in response. Hmm. Things are sleeping for the winter. Nothing too much more. These poor folks, just bad circumstance. Time to go. And she, Herbert, pop, put, pops his head in there real quick and just hands you the empty vial. Might want this. Takes the empty vial and she goes down and grabs some of the blood flakes. Okay. And puts it in the vial, corks it, takes off. All right. Um, and you guys trudge back up against the wind and snow and make your way for another hour up until you see kind of cresting above these jagged icicle crowns of the trees around you three black steeples that climb up into the winter air um, jagged and daunting and just about ahead of you 
about a mile, you can see what looks like a large arched door, set of double doors, um, and a solitary figure outside this black painted fortress. He is haggard looking, hunched over, wide shoulders, um, pretty stout, possibly even a dwarf. Um, and seeing you approach, puts out a wooden cane and begins to sort of limp in your direction to meet you halfway. Um, doesn't go far, just a, another 20 feet up. Um, and you guys walk towards Wraith's Reach. Echo makes the sign of smiles. He uh, brings his cane up and does so in response as yeah. well. So does Herbert. I will just mimic them because that's what I do. Okay. And uh, kind of comes over to you. Hello. Hi. Kind of covered in scarves amongst the snow. I'm Floyd, the steward of the house. Uh, are you uh, the three from the watchtower? Yep. Yes. Yep. Excellent. We've been expecting you. Magic and the wind told us you were coming. The, uh, <laughs> the lady is in. And then twist on his heels and starts to walk towards the doors. Nope. Let's go. Herbert follows. I'm going to take a quick glance at this map that I got before yeah. we go inside. Is it... It's in red ink? Yeah. Is it blood? Uh, roll it. <clears throat> Three. Um, I mean, it's in red ink. You're not really sure if it's blood or not. Um, and it just looks like the surrounding area? It looked like the surrounding area from a mile ago. Yeah. A few miles ago, rather. You guys walked for another hour. And intentionally burnt. So how big is this map? Um, Like, in terms of the map itself, it's probably, like, just a few inches across. It's pretty small. Most of it's been burnt. The corners burnt off sort of in a U-shape, and the fringes around what's left of it are burnt as well. Um... I'm going to use discern on this. Okay. And specifically the yes or no question one. Um, you just have to tell me yes or no. Okay, that's exciting. Um, is this relevant and important in any way? To what? To to what we're doing. Would it be important to anything that Spadefoot would consider important? That's a big, vague question. I don't know if that's a yes or no question. Okay. I put it back in my pocket, and I continue forward. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what else to do with it right now, so... Eat it. I'll just eat the map, consume the map. Consume. Okay. Um, I mean, if you're asking if it's relevant or not, that's, like, relevant to what? Like, the game? Meta? Like, the relevant <laughs> The, the quest you? we're on. Like... Yeah. Um, I'll just okay. think about it. I'll just think about it. Yeah. Just don't worry about it. I'll okay. just probably throw it away later it's okay you guys follow floyd up the steps um he opens up these two big double doors and you guys walk in are blasted by this warmth and uh step into the wraith reach um floyd kind of turns over his shoulder as you're clamming clamoring up into this darkness and uh, says, she's been expecting you for a while if you want to just take a seat. You can see this is sort of like a lounge area with this fireplace that climbs almost halfway up to the ceilings, which are about 12 feet high. Um, this place is definitely a fortress. Um, nice. There's nobody here to guard it, however, at least not in this immediate vicinity. You can see different hallways that 
um, sort of spider web outwards from this main chamber, which is just pretty much like I said, a lounge area with cushioned seats, a big, long, low to the ground black table um, of hardwood that spans from almost from immediately from the door all the way to the front of the fireplace. Um, and Floyd, with his cane, sort of tip taps his way off into a far hallway. Before he leaves, Echo asks him, Yeah. What is it that you do here? Oh, this is uh, your last line of defense. How how long has she been waiting? Mm, I'd say a day or so. Okay. We received word this morning (coughs) of your arrival, which is fortunate, but uh, she already had an idea that you were coming. Okay. And he twists on his heels and leaves the three of you alone in this lounge area. What would you guys like to do? Um, um who does... Pull off the coat he's wearing. Oh, yeah. Set it out to dry. Right on. Um, who is she? No idea. Oh, okay. So we're all just bluffing through that? Okay. I'm sure we'll find out. I don't think they seem fair. to be expecting us. Okay. I uh, don't know what the purpose is. Uh... Didn't, weren't we told that the, the fortresses here protect the cities from the pale? Yeah. yeah. So I can only assume that they're one of the good ones. Okay. Well, we can hope. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we'll find out soon enough. Uh, Echo just real hard people. Sets her vial of dried blood by the fire. Oh, yeah, and it starts melting away into into real blood is that how blood works does it does it wait can blood even be frozen am i yeah fuck it, we're blood can definitely land. be frozen blood, yeah. blood can definitely be frozen and if this isn't like actual flakes of blood if this is like actual frozen blood then yeah she could unfreeze it okay if it's just like cool. dried flakes of blood then no it would just kind of disintegrate but uh, if it's uh, actual like crystals made of blood like yeah, ice yeah. crystals yep Okay. All right. So, yeah, that starts warming. Um, You guys want to do anything else before um, she arrives? you got a a few minutes here. Uh, Are there any, like, portraits or... Is there anything defining in this area? Okay. Um, Beyond the table, um, to your right, you see up above the hallways what appears to be a balcony. Like, very ornate balcony with this sort of, like, waved wood banister. Uh, most stuff in here is made out of that same black wood. Um, but looking off, it looks like past that is a hallway with portraitures, like large ornate portraitures in golden twisted frames. Um, one of the faces in it you recognize as one of Arlo's portraitures, or at least similar or depicting the same person. Um, sort of this like squat, hunched over figure with a a teal-looking cloak over him, um, sort of resting on two swords dug into the dirt. Um, very, like, cane, almost like he's look, like leaning on canes, um, haggard-looking with a long black beard. Beyond that, in terms of what's in here, everything's pretty nondescript. I mean, it's weird because it seems well-lit, but everything's made out of this black wood and black stone so there's a sort of like cozy cave feeling to it um it feels like comfortably uneasy if that makes oh, sense. oh weird 
but there's no other accoutrements, 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 or any sort of like decorative things here now. Hmm. Does, does it look like there's more portraits in that hallway? Yeah, but it's pretty high up. I mean, can I get there? There's no stairs leading to it. How's that blood looking? Um, looks to be melted. Drink it. She's not going to do that yet. Drink it. But uh, she is kind of sitting by the fire. Echo's sitting by the fire. And, um, with her vial of blood. Yep, with her vial of blood. Just hanging out. I think she probably picks that up. It's not like too hot to touch or anything. No, no, no. Yeah, she puts that away um, close to the body. Keep it warm. Ooh. <laughs> I'll sit over by her so I can warm Pluto. Okay. Yeah. My boy. And um, normally she wouldn't do this in present company or any company at all. She's going to do an invocation. Okay. So she makes... She pulls some sticks out of her hair. Great. And Spadefoot can see all of this, I guess. Yes, I'm staring at you. My and, goat And um, on the hearth of this fire, she makes her little sigil, the numboy sigil, and um, repeats the same thing that she's done before. She makes the sigil, takes one of the flowers out, the little blue flowers, and puts it in the middle and kind of pricks her finger, drops the blood, whispers some words. Okay. You, uh... You catch men to the bone. Fun. You, uh, put the blood there, and the flower sort of wilts up again like a dying spider. It seems to go a little slower than typical, and you sort of have to draw your words out to get the timing, the nuances right, um, as you're saying the incantation over this flower... You get the impression that, like, something, maybe not on purpose or, like, targeting you necessarily, but something was halting in the process a bit. Hmm. But it worked. It worked. Okay. Hmm. Was this, like, outwardly noticeable to either of us? Nah, you don't know what the fuck she do. That's I mean, I've, haven't I seen her do an invocation before? Well, no, you've, you've left every time, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Like, all right. I mean, maybe so, but like in terms of like understanding the process enough to catch that it was a little slowed down, like that's why I say no, not necessarily. Okay. Um, it was only something really echo more to notice. Um, you killed my flower. It's okay. It uh, didn't really kill it. More it's... took it in. She kind of like puts her hand on her chest. But it's right there and it's dead. Well, that's dead. That's the flower. That's but what now I'm talking I'm about. Stronger. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> she doesn't say what do you want from me, but she does just stare at you, like. But if it if it weren't for the trees and the fire, we wouldn't be warm. <laughs> That's and she true. Decides to tell <laughs> Spadefoot. Do you remember that time that I got hit in the shoulder with an axe? Yes. It was one of your flowers. That made sure I didn't die there. So, you take my flowers, and you kill them, and you take their little petals, and you put it in your chest? In a way. Hmm. Okay. It lives on. That flower dies, but now I keep living. Hmm. Okay. Sort of a balance thing. You just have to 
kill my flowers. I don't have any more flowers. And she gestures <laughs> at her hair. There's like 30 still in there. But those are yours. Who are we waiting for? Oh! <laughs> oh! All the sticks, throws them in the fire. Okay. And um, takes one of the flowers out and hands it to Spadefoot. No, those are yours. I'm giving it to you. It's mine, and I'm giving it to you. It's nice. Beard. Put in his beard. I've already got a feather there. Echo <laughs> reaches out and just goes right in the beard. I don't take it out because why would I? She just smiling. <laughs> okay. He gives you like a fake mad face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> leaves. Oh Gets up <laughs> like a child. Who are mm. we waiting for? Hello? You hear a voice echo down one of the hallways. Those rats are causing a bit of trouble for all of us, aren't they? And you see this figure, very tall, very gaunt, gray skin like stone, with one eye, the other covered in a black eye patch. Cobalt hair that's stringy and almost seemingly wet, either with water or sweat, and clinging to her jaw goes down past her shoulder blades. She wears a simple gray cloak and underneath tall black boots and a belt with both a dagger and a holster as well as some sort of curved artifact. You think it's a flute or an instrument of some kind at first, but then, Echo, you are able to recognize that it is a sort of firearm, the one that you have, but of a far more intricate and beautiful make. And she's walking down this long hallway. Looks like it'll take her a while to get to you, but as she's walking, she's talking. I am sorry about your flowers. What you call darkness is not what a serpent calls darkness, however, nor an owl. Your feelings are yours alone and only a vague relative to the reality of other creatures. Think of all the alien landscapes that prowl and slink just beyond these barriers of darkness we see as walls, which are instead simply windows. Much like this fortress, you'll find that there is not much balance to the world, merely different eyes. And she reaches the table and takes a seat at the head of it. You can come and sit and speak with me, Watchtower, if you wish. Yo, what's her primary ability? <laughs> Cunning strike. Okay. Okay. Fucking hype. Cool. Yep. Herbert uh, walks over. Sits down. Good to see there is a gnome here in your group. Typically, uh, <laughs> always half the height, twice the fight. Yeah, that's yeah. what I like to think. That's that's Herbert. I'll sit down. Echo sits. And a fawn of the wood. Interesting. My eye only saw you for a short while, however. I'm suspicious of your true origins. And what are you? Half-elf. I don't mean your race, I mean your virtue. She smiles. What do you think? Wild. Smelled on you. Smelt it a lot. I can she, do with that. She nods. I'm sure you are here for the same reason that I am here, to hunt him. Yes. Him 
Speaking of who? The obsidian skinned man? Yes, that's the one. You're here to hunt him. Hmm. I rarely come home. Although, now knowing that there are such strong ones with me, and the three of you, I will probably not be doing so much acting as watching. The Sunder is a dangerous place even for I. What's your plan? What's your motives? I wouldn't say right now we're currently looking for him. You're not? No, we're looking for information on what he's looking for. Hmm. I have one resounding yes from you, young lady of the auburn hair, so I am satisfied and satiated, but if you have questions, I may be able to answer them. Yeah, was, uh, has, do you know if the... Ah, <clears throat> uh, brain fart! Um, the pioneer, the, yeah, the pioneer, what was her fucking name? Epistle. Epistle, yeah, the pioneer epistle, is, you know if she's trustful too? He. He. He, sorry. The uh, tall fur wizard, yes. Uh, he did not come through my tunnel, however. A, uh, a cunning one as that. He snuck through the mountain passes that were made, unfortunately, by that thorn in my side. And at that, she kind of shoots a glance over at you, Echo. That is the obsidian-skinned man. He, his mage, rather, warped some of the hillside to gain entry into the sunder. They weaved the stone into a new tunnel. My men have already secured it and collapsed it. It's fine. But he, Epistle, as well as the obsidian-skinned man's little gang of misfits, has breached my walls the first time in a long time such a thing has happened. You can see why I would be upset to know that I was bested for once. Uh, so I assume you're aware that some of the pale have been seen outside of the sun of the uh, sunder. I've heard of such a thing. Yes, a few did escape through the tunnel they made. Yeah, we fought some. I'm glad you were victorious. Yeah, wasn't hard. Well, the three of them anyway. <laughs> yes, three is a very small amount compared to what you'll be facing inside. Hmm. I hope that there's a lot of towers that we can take uh, refuge on top of. Both the crowns attempted to rend the Sunder's forces. They knew that if they could secure them, people would look up to them, unfortunately, and fall under their authority. Unfortunately, there were, of course, two, and twos very rarely succeed at anything. They squabbled between each other inside more than they actually fought the pale and ended up failures to both of them. There are a number of fortresses, I would say hundreds even, that were hastily built, cemented and watered, and then abandoned through bloodshed that lined the sunder itself. Yes, you have plenty of cover. My advice to you would be to stay quiet, avoid others. Most importantly, if you see any of the children, although we call them orphans around here because their father is dead, I would suggest you run. It is the only thing you can do. Do not stand and fight like that fool Damien. Mm. Big guy with a sword. Yes. Him and his partner Tetra passed through my tunnel last night. Half drunken and in a stupor. I doubt they'll last long. This is their third time. They're pushing it. So, 
how organized are they? The orphans you speak of? Yeah. Mm, not very, very brutish, I would say. But they have the ability to speak through the minds of the other pale. If they see you, all of them see you. Where do they make their weapons? In cavernous holes here and there within the sundrous walls, you can find pits of molten earth that have been scarred away from the sunder itself. They dip metal into it and bring out jagged, twisted weapons. Um, did you know someone named Toad? I did, once. Did she ever talk about the door? Is the door why you're here? Well, I guess in a strange roundabout way. Yes. She confided in me often, but of arcane secrets she spoke little to anyone. She was a wizard by nature and kept things close to her chest, as it were. However, I do remember her speaking about taking the powerful things we had collected long ago and shutting them behind the door. That's all I know. Hmm. Okay. I was unfortunately somewhat vacant for the last ten years of her life. Did she seem, like, reluctant as she's speaking to me? She seems sad and angry. Oh, great. Cool. He's here for the door. (laughs) That's his goal. Hmm. A pistol as well. Pistle ran into the sunder, looking for the door. Pistle had all the information that the pioneers had on the door and took it with him. So, what can I assume? The fool's a lot of them. Hmm. And we seem to find ourselves in the midst of it. You are my natural allies, being children of Galadriel, in a way. The Watchtower was once known as the regulators stronger more of us if you have any more questions or need anything before you go inside do ask i wouldn't call myself charitable but i would call myself rich and she gives a smile but sandy um before we end this what do you think our first point to a look might be it's a good question I would say your objective would be to find Epistle, so... Because I wouldn't know of anything relative to the door within the Sunder, although it is labyrinthian in its size and turns and corners. I would look for wherever a scared, helpless, and pathetic wizard would seek shelter into once he realizes he is far out of his league. So, a tower? A tower, a temple, anything with a door not torn off its hinges by the pale. Would you recommend any good places for refuge? Like I said, I don't go in much, but there is a temple in particular. Two pale trees, twisted and dead, side by side, surround its doorways. I know many that reach into it and hide and find shelter within it, for the divine's powers are still strong there. It was a temple of Elpo long ago. If you can find it, 
close to doors, then you should be secure, unless, of course, there are others already inside. Like I said, avoid others. Once in the sunder, moral code seems to be left behind by yeah. most. Kind of like the open sea. Look at that. <laughs> kind of smells the air. Herbert smells the armpit. <laughs> Salt on you. You wouldn't be Herbert Quinn Carver of fame, would you? I don't know about fame, but yeah. That's S- my name. Some kind of fame if I have my eye on you in any capacity. That speaks a lot, yeah. And you are, again, just double-checking? They call me Halya Karab. So I thought. I call myself the Wraith now. Hmm. Well, you definitely fit the name. <laughs> Thank you. I was just looking at her. She looks fucking evil, man. She looks <laughs> nasty and evil. She just, she just, she's just mean now. Her she fucking just, teeth are sharp. She's just real mean. She's very bitter. <laughs> I get that. Well, if well you're about having... what time is it that we got here? Was oh, it dark? Er, early evening. Not dark at all. Oh, but with that kind of storm, it had to have been getting dark. It's dim outside, but like you guys left in the early morning. Um, it's like late afternoon more than it is like early evening, I would say. Um, There's still a peak of sunlight out. But by the time you step out and go to this tunnel she's talking about, it'll probably be dark. Yeah, so we definitely need to wait till first light to try and go anywhere. Or try and get to the start of the tunnel by first light. That way we have full daylight. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Feel free. Your quarters will be down that hall just behind you there. Do you have anything to, uh, you know, warm us up? (laughs) No, I don't drink. Ah. Water? I can give you some water, yes. Good. She kind of like snaps her fingers to no one in particular. There's nobody around. Um, but you hear like way far off the echo of a door opening. Echoing down the hallway. Do you have any more... Uh, she glances at the the firearm she says any more ammunition and echo draws her gun and sets it on the table that's a pitiful little thing isn't it yeah it's not much it's but what i've got yes i can do that no problem i'll bring it to your quarters thank you fawn yeah is there anything you need um i don't think so it was nice meeting you. You have nice hair. Thank you very much. Hmm? It's a pleasure meeting you as well. She's kind of like grimaces at you. Yep, I figured. Yeah. Be- beautiful Halia. <laughs> Is our business over? <sighs> There's nothing more that I can think to ask. I mean, we're kind of flying blind regardless. Do you, uh, do you know that he's a moon elf? Oh, yeah. I had an inkling of an inclination of such a thing. How much do you know? Well, um, we know I think, that that's bad. I mean, we know about moon elves, but as far as his whole situation, we just know that he's a moon elf. This is not the first time that one of his kind have betrayed us in some capacity. 
it is starting to become a bit of a trend. Strange for a race, bred with the instinct to help our kind. Hmm. But if I was them, after 15 centuries, I would start to have a change of heart too. We've caused a lot of pain, a lot of scars. Yeah, people tend to. Yeah, I'm starting to get get that idea from around here. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but it happens. A lot. Yeah, it's a nature, nature of it. <clears throat> it's a cycle. We had a long time of not much going on in the way of tragedies and worlds ending or almost ending but always seems to happen again I disagree with you take that as you will and she scoots the chair back and begins to walk away thank you for your hospitality thank you of course real quick um, as she's leaving <laughs> I'm gonna fucking cast a bolt of lightning at her <laughs> instantly dead okay so what um does her eye look real? Uh, do you want to discern? Yes. Okay. How, like, are, you, how are you discerning? Um. <laughs> elaborate. Uh. Specifically, the eye. This is my yes or no question. Does it have magical properties? Yes. That's all I can ask. <laughs> Did oh, it, yeah, boys? That's right. At least until tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm never going to fucking see her again. That's not how this game works. No, no. She's gone forever until she kills me. Yep. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just like fucking fighting pale out there, and then you just like hear a shot go off. Howie is up there just like sniping at Spadefoot for no more. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know. Uh, know about my eye. <laughs> you too much. Um, all right. So what's up now? I guess we'll go to our quarters. I want to check out that portrait hall. I want to figure out how to get up there. Okay, so you're going to have to try and navigate this this huge place. Uh, I guess just roll with. I'll give you a DC. 13. It has been failed. <laughs> <laughs> you get lost in the halls for around a half an hour. A number of people pass you um, dressed similarly, wearing similar implements. Um, typically drow, some human. Now, you know Echo went with her. Him. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of thinking of Madeline the person that's <laughs> made foot the fawn. Um, gotcha. Well, the two of you get, get lost, lost for about yeah. half an hour um, before eventually finding yourself back in this lounge. You have a sense that there's something more afoot than this just being a confusing layout. You know what I'm going to do? What? <laughs> I am going to use my special box. Your my special box. My Athaki box that I can see... Uh, Hidden things. Uh, the 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 box that I got from Seth is correct. Right? Does it it cast scrutinize? Right? I don't know how it works because I've never used it. Yeah, it cast scrutinize. Okay, what is that? I don't know what that is. It casts light. Doesn't it like cast light and reveal like hidden doors? Right. Yeah, and... a beam of light uh, basically comes out from it and sort of scans the area. It'll reveal hidden doors, um, footprints, um, any sort of markings left by other creatures, blood, spit. Basically, uh, uh, it's it's lavender and UV light, my dude. Okay, well, it's CSI shit. I want to use that in this lounge. Okay, I'm sure it's gonna be 
either no use to me or terrible. All right. So you kind of like take it, push it forward, and it sort of comes up out of your hand, sort of floats, and you see this disc of light form. It starts as a beam at the top and then sort of forms downwards to the sides and then forms another beam down below, just scanning with this sort of teal-colored transparent light. Um, and you see all of these little specks of things sort of like glow under the light for a second. Um, you do see what appears to be a hidden lever underneath the, um, the f- top of the fireplace. Um, the mantle is the fucking word I was trying yes. to find. Um, so that is registered. Besides that, there's footprints sort of trailing off here and there, serpentine in their, their movements, but no blood. Um, that's fine. I think that's about it. Yeah. Just a little secret lever right there. Not sure what it does on the underside of the mantle. Um, there's a secret lever there, but I don't know if that's something we want to mess with. Yeah, do you want to fuck with her? Um, no. Yeah. I don't think so. Me either. But I'm... I mean, it could I be just... fun. You know, maybe there's like lots of booze back there because she's a secret drunk. I'd like that. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the way it is. I would... I just... I don't know. How do I get to that portrait hall? Who's up there? How high up is the portrait? Um, it's on the second story of this banister, or like of, of the balcony is on the second story, and there's the hallway past the balcony that leads to that hallway with the with the portraitures. Did you did you ask anybody? No. <laughs> they might be able to take you there. Um, everybody seems really busy and scary. Yeah, but we're kind of like special guests right now, you know, tell her. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm sure they set rooms out for us, and we're definitely not one of the employees here, so. That's true. Yeah. Maybe we can find our rooms, and then maybe that gets us closer to the portraits, and then maybe I can ask someone? I don't know, I'm scared. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <clears throat> out of character here, uh, how long has it been since we left um, the... I'm having a damn brain fart again. The Pioneer Tower? For Pioneer Tower. Yeah, how long has it been? Last? Um, Three days, right? Actually, yeah, It's it's. I think it's only been two days. So tomorrow so, will be the third day. So tomorrow will be the third day. Okay. Just keep an eye out. Oh, wait, don't worry. Wait, waiting for that uh, that message in the bottle to come back. Oh, don't worry. If it's a day late, I'm going to send, like, a dirty, mean note. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh... To me, Zach. To my house. <laughs> so it's been... Three days since I meditated in the woods? Uh, yeah. Okay, and I have seven days? Yeah, you have a full week. Gotcha. Well, technically, weeks are six days long. So I have six or seven days? You have seven days. I'm just joking around, honey. Okay, so I have four days till I go insane. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Is it like you just go insane, or is it like a slow descent? I don't know. But I I don't want to figure out how it works. Develops... A, uh, a tick. This is specifically something I've told Zach to put on Spadefoot because I like that impending doom. You know, that's what I'm about, man. I mean, yeah. you know what happens. No. Gain of corruption, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's a random table, isn't it? Yeah. Ew. Yep. Could well, four I mean, days. Like, <laughs> these characters survive long enough. Like Herbert might have the chance to be able to like remove corruption. Yeah, that too. So if we ever need to travel by boat one day. Oh, God. Is this, like, is that feeling of the, the suppression of the magic, is does, is that, like, an anti-magic something, or is it... Um, you're not really sure. It just seemed like magic 
within these walls was more halting. Edgar tries to flicker like five feet in front of her. Yeah, you kind of like tense your muscles, and then you flicker. Hmm. What's wrong? She says, (laughs) Why you teleport around? (laughs) She says, Magic seems to work weird here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Try to, uh, try to make some wine, Herbert. Do you have any water? Do we have any water? If you guys are in your quarters, um... Yeah, we'll head to our quarters. They're basically like little shotgun rooms with, with beds and, like, tables in them. Um, and little tiny miniature fireplaces. Um, on the table there is a crystal clear, like, very ornate looking, um, pitcher of clean, fresh water. Filled to the brim. As well as a few glasses. Horbert. Horbert. Out of- <laughs> I, I want to see fucking Herbert. Herbert's Herbert. evil twin brother Horbert. Horbert. <laughs> Horbert. Horbert Quinn Sherbert coming at you, boys. Oh, God. Uh, uh, yeah, pours out a uh, glass of water and uh, casts Pirate's Miracle and turns it into wine. Yeah, so you uh, kind of like holding this pitcher do so, and you see like from where you're holding, where your knuckles are. No, where- not the pitcher, just a glass at a time. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so you're holding on this glass, and as you do that, you see it, like, instead of it just, like, shifting color all at once, it, like, clouds the water with wine for a second, and then slowly sort of all transmutes into that copper-colored wine. Does it taste any different? No. just tastes like cheap bum wine, like I usual. I love cheap bum wine, though. <laughs> um, I'm going to do it again this time to blood, just okay. to double-check. Yeah, uh, same thing happens. It just looks like the water's clouded with blood very slowly, and then it all sort of quickly transmutes afterwards. Yep. There is definitely like a slow burn to it. Yep. And back to wine again. <laughs> it's probably- you don't have to describe it. Herbert's not going to drink his own blood. He's going to yeah. drink some wine. It's probably just a precaution she has. Well, I mean. She seems like the type of person. She looks like she's prefers to be prepared. Her eye is magic. I just thought that was interesting. That's weird. Hmm. Magic eyes are fun. Yeah. Hmm. Herbert downs his wine. Is there any food in here? Any listening food? Um, no, there's no food in here. Is there a bell like to ring for fucking room service? No. No, she's rich, not hospitable. <laughs> I mean, like, she go, okay, Herbert's gonna fix this. Floyd! Floyd! Okay, so yeah, you kind of peek out and you do see like Floyd is walking down. Like, (sighs) hello. So, any chance that there's uh, any food to spare? We can. For dinner, you know, before we head up tomorrow morning. Of course, we can have some potatoes and bread sent your way. Beautiful. Oh, um, excuse me. Yes. Uh, How do I get to that portrait hall? Mm, You speaking of the hall past the balcony? Yes. He gives you directions. Yes. He's like, go down this hall, take a right. As soon as you see this weapon rack, take a left. Once you smell gunpowder, take the first set of stairs on your left. Okay. He immediately leaves. Okay. <laughs> clop, 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 clop. Clop, clop. Food should be here shortly. Thank you. Of course. Kind of gives a short bow and then makes his way down the direction he was already walking. And uh, Echo looks at Herbert and goes, I'll be back in a minute. Okay. I'm going to go do something. It's going to be funny. And she Duh. walks out. 
Okay. Kevin's um, like, all right, getting my weapons out. One of those symbols. And she goes, no, legitimately, it's just going to be funny. Walks back out. Do I need us to stay here for this to be funny? You can come if you want. Yeah, if it's fun to be funny, I want to um, see it. <laughs> I don't know if you'll be able to see it. Walks out of the lounge and she looks up at the balcony yeah. and flickers up. Oh, and then- <laughs> already gone. Um, Spadefoot, you turn the corner of this hall, seeing these portraits as well as a room to your left and right. Just looks like arched doorways with no doors. And you also see Echo on the balcony, just sort of like crossed arms. Leaning yep, you got it. it. <laughs> that's not fair. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. Does Herbert hear that? Yeah, <laughs> he just busts out. <laughs> this is not fair. I this can't is, do that. I didn't want to do it while you were down there because then you would have been upset that I got to come up here and you didn't. But then I just didn't feel like taking the stairs. How do you do that? It's just magic. Can you teach me how to do that? I don't think so. Hmm. That's dumb. <laughs> Who's on the walls? <laughs> um, so besides the figure with the two swords, there's a number of other figures. One you recognize as Elizabeth Toad Claywell, the brass-scaled sort of lizard-like um, wizard with white robes lizard and that big black, um, big black coat of sharp fur. Um, the last is... Excuse me, the last... Second to last is... Um, a red-bearded gnome, very muscular, kind of hunched over, covered in uh, patchworked armor and, like, leaves and, like, different ornaments that sort of hang off of his form, wearing a mask of a fox. Um, and then, lastly, is Galadriel Swanwing herself. It is the four, plus okay. one you know, the one with the swords. Not necessarily included in the four, but you're aware of who this is, being Marth. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it is the Shadow Slayers, the heroes of old that Halia Fun. Uh, was a member of. Fun. Um, I want to peep in these doorways. Okay. Just, just curious. You look you at know. the one on your left. It looks sort of like a uh, small study um, with a curved black desk. There's a very intricate-looking, long, silver, black, and mostly metal device that's sort of hanging up on a rack. It kind of looks like a big, elongated club, um, and it smells like like it stinks, like sulfur. Um, To your right is an area covered in furs with a a little bit of a larger fireplace um, and a very delicate-looking mirror that takes up most of the right-hand wall. That mirror magic? Yes. Earned. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I can ask, yeah. though, and it makes me so angry. I guess I could ask its purpose and how to use it, too but, late. yeah, it's too late for that <laughs> garbage. I... Well, I'm going to take the stairs down now. I'll go with you. No, you won't. You're going to flicker away. <laughs> Don't lie to me. She goes, no, I'm going with you. No. I am. No, I don't want you to. You can't stop me. Yes, I can. (laughs) How? Yes. Just slits her throat. (laughs) (laughs) Stamps me in the eye. Um, I turn invisible. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) 
And you she just goes, turn invisible and just start running, like <laughs> falling down the stairs. Clop, clop, clop. Yeah, I can just hear the clop, 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 clop. No, no, I just take my time, but I turn invisible. Okay. Because she, she can't walk with me. She goes, now you see, I can't do that. Are you walking? Yeah. Yeah, she can hear a little. Can she? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty God quiet in here. <laughs> so she's just like keeping pace with the noise. She's keeping pace with the noise, but she's not like looking at where the sounds going. She's looking around, like looking up and all around. She's like, "So you can do something I can't do." Come on! I'm mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to my room. All right. <laughs> yep. This like door opens and closes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I turn uninvisible. I set Pluto out and we eat potatoes and bread together because we're pals. Okay. Yeah, he's just like eating with his weird human teeth. It just doesn't even it just doesn't even phase Spadefoot at all. As soon as you turn uninvisible, Echo goes like, There you are. Stop. <laughs> I missed you. <laughs> You're cheating. No, you didn't. You're a liar and a cheater. <laughs> She's actually playing with you. The door is closed, and I am eating my food with my beautiful, lovely jester friend. Are we? Do we have separate rooms, or is it just like a quarters? You do have separate rooms. Oh, damn. So she's not even in the room with you. Wow. Yep. Slam the door in your fucking face. She just flickers. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm my kidding. God. That's it. That's what I'm doing. I'm hanging out. And Sounds then good. I'm going to look at this acorn again um, that fell off of Jackalope's tree. Okay. So you kind of... Take it out. You can see right where the uh, the sort of like lid or hat of it is. There's a small faint crack that's sort of starting to come down the side of it. Oh no! I'm gonna use discern on it. What is its purpose? To grow. Oh snap! Okay, cool. Sounds good. That's right. it. And he just hangs out, and I think he just talks to the jester and tries to figure out like. How can I properly communicate with this thing without it just speaking the same words back to me? Mm. Okay. Okay. You want to do that? Yeah. What do you want to do? Um, how do I talk to you? You can speak to me. I'm your friend. Okay, but I'd never know if you're saying the same thing that I'm saying or you are saying something different. What you call darkness is not what a serpent calls darkness. Hmm. Pluto, this is very difficult. I'll catch on eventually. Okay. And tiny pat on the head. He closes his eyes, clenches his teeth, and just sort of fades oh, into sleepiness. Oh, so cute. <laughs> is everybody going to bed? Yeah, Echo's going to do Crimson Rite before she goes to bed. All right. On Herbert's going to make... Um, Potions. A, uh, potion master. Mana potion. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you set up your little brewing a equipment. Boozy mana potion. Oh my god, yes. Set up your brewing equipment here on the uh, on this little table as you're drinking this wine out of this glass and, and start brewing this mana potion. You can see the little bubbles of the, the blue and teal colored liquid sort of start to drip into the, uh, the beaker. Um, meanwhile, you're doing Crimson Rite, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. On her little vial of that dead man's blood. Okay. So you kind of stick your finger in there. She's specifically trying to figure out if, like, 
what happened. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, you stick your finger in there and touch, and it sort of like sinks under your nail. And as soon as that happens, your vision begins to blur around the edges and goes black. And then from the center, whiteness and light. And you see the snow. And you see the carriage going with the two oxes in front. And you see coming down the way from that road, a figure just running fast as they can. Seems like there's bits of uh, like cloth cascading off of them in the wind, and they're just running towards the carriage as fast as they can through the snow. And the vision looks down, and you can see through his eyes an arrow in his chest. He just sort of like reaches to grab it with a shaking hand and snaps it off and looks back up, and you can see the figures far closer now, farther than it should be. And you can see Eleanor, the Queen of Furs, charging down, screaming, and just launching arrows in that direction, face gritted. And then you <gasps> snap back. Sick. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, she comes back. She kind of sits there for a second, and then... Gets up, storms out of the quarters. Um, and are, are we just in like three rooms, like side by side? Yep. Yeah, she kind of steps out of her quarters and knocks on both their doors. Yes. Are you still mad? Yes. Well, this is important. Okay. What is it? My bird's asleep. Pluto's asleep. Come out here then. Okay. He does so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Herbert, you out here? Yeah, what do you want? It's important. Come out. No, you come in. Fine. And she just like barges through the door. He's oh, in there. Okay, I will follow. Making a potion. Ooh, what are you doing? Making sure we're prepared. That's smart. Yeah? That's good. What is important? Tell us. Um the uh the wagon that we found with the the dead man in it. Was uh, that was the Queen of Furs doing? Eleanor. Yep. So, how long did we think they'd been dead? A week. A week or under a week. Yeah. So, we know the last time they were here in this area. They're ahead of us. Mm-hmm. By about a week. That's not good. That makes sense. Yeah. Just have to uh, move faster. Well, um, you guys have to sleep. Yeah. So let's do that, and then let's leave. First thing in the morning, we'll get up and get out of here. Yep. Herbert downs another glass of cheap wine. <laughs> That's great. And yep. I think it's time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. All right. The three of you, well-fed, warm, armed, Go to rest, ready to face the morning, and enter the sunder. We'll see you next time.